Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And it's your birthday! What? <laughs> That's I, crazy. And I'm also Dan. Yeah. And coming up today, we're going to talk about oh, a topic that once got us into some uh, trouble, but we're going to... What topic doesn't get us into we're trouble? We're going to revisit it because we got a new angle. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk all about... Uh, uh, spirituality. Yeah. Are you spiritual? Here, uh, uh, here in the here in this fine state of Utah, sound like that's going to get us into any trouble. We we say we say spiritual. Yeah, that's true. That's how you say it down at the relief relief society. Yeah, down 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 to the relief society, and down. also. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. 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 Anyway, and that's as close as some Mormon women get to thinks to thinking. Oh, oh no. Oh, that Dan, that's just terrible. I'm terrible. Well, oh, Dan. Oh, Muriel, you're terrible. Dan, terrible. Yeah. You're terrible. Dan. What? What do you got? Have you ever, have you been to the Vatican? I haven't. I've never oh, been to Rome. I've only been, been to Northern Rome. Italy. Okay. So I was going to ask you if you've ever been to the Sistine Chapel, but if you've never mm. been to the Vatican, you haven't been to the Sistine Chapel. That's true. Uh, but that's not stopping the good people of uh, Dallas, Texas, oh. down to the State Fair. Oh? The Did Texas it? State Fair Oh, I was Dallas. hoping it was the Vatican State Fair. No. 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 Uh, there is, uh, if, you're down, if you're down there, folks, uh, be sure to stop by the, uh, what's the pavilion called? Uh... I thought it was fantastic. The, is it's it? the Mundo Latino, oh. a celebration of cultures exhibit in the Women's Museum. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. They have a uh, replica of the, uh, Sis- the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> original sized uh, reproductions of Michelangelo's you know work on the oh on the, sure on the ceiling and sure on of course the walls and whatnot there's yeah. 34 photographs <laughs> in full size oh they're uh, photographs so they've, yeah, taken, yeah. they've taken photographs and then blown them up and put them well, on the they ceiling they didn't bring the real thing over or anything. Well, no I was but, hoping that some like some Texas painter had recreated it <laughs> meticulously with, with noted uh uh, figures from Texas history, right? Reacting, yes, exactly. Scenes. Yeah, that'd be no. exactly nothing. Nothing so fitting. What's what's of his a name? State Fair. John Bowie reaching out to touch David the, David Bowie. David, not David Bowie. No, <laughs> no. The guy, the guy, the knives are named named after. Oh, reaching out to touch the hand of of Davy Crockett. Oh yes, indeed, or something like that. The Alamo, sort mm-hmm. of, you know. In there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. Remember, I remember the Alamo. Yeah, so uh, for your uh, your $8 ticket to the, to the state fair yeah. uh, includes the possibility of seeing sort of one of the great, uh, you know, marvels, really. I mean, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Sure. And Michelangelo spent years and years and years on his back up on scaffolding painting the thing. I'm going to guess uh, that you get to be closer to it. You get to be closer, and uh, (laughs) there's probably far fewer judgy people shushing you. Yeah. Because the the security guards shush you. And there's also this, like, um, uh, announcement that comes on 
please no flash photography. Oh. And then, uh, and then in Italian. And then in Italian, and then in French, and then in Japanese, and then in German, and it just keeps going. Kind of photographieren! <laughs> yeah. It's the only one that's loud and not reverent. Right, exactly. All the other ones are like, please no flash photography. <laughs> And then, and then the German yells. Yeah, they may actually allow fa- flash photography. I wouldn't know. Uh, however, they also uh, it also includes um, some uh, a couple young men dressed up in Swiss Guard uh, clown uniforms. It does. And uh, oh my god, <laughs> this is not uh, this uh, exhibit. Oh my god, at Dallas. Yeah, it's I not. Did- it's actually a traveling exhibit. <laughs> and the state fair just happened to get it. I did. Uh, it was originally supposed to go into a uh, like a traveling exhibit type museum space in Washington D.C., oh. but they were double booked, and so they were like, "Well, sorry." Have you seen them two fags over there by that painted ceiling in their <laughs> fucking clown costumes? Yeah, Dan. That's what I'm imagining yeah. a Texas person. I'm I'm being both uh, I'm being as offensive as I can in all of the ways. I yeah, think, yeah, on that one. But it, this thing's going to keep traveling, Dan. It's going <laughs> to. Does it come to us? Well, it's already made stops in Montreal, okay, and in Vienna. So it's like on a world tour. It is on a world and tour. So I don't know that we're going to get it. Oh, but the Dallas State Fair. How the fuck, Texas State like, Fair? Like when you're booking that. Yeah. Who even thinks to call the Texas State Fair? Well, they were scrambling. They I needed guess a place so. that had some space and that was <laughs> eager to just put any... I mean, it's the largest state fair in the country. Sure. So, because sure. everything's bigger in Texas. Oh, yeah. It's reco- It's part of the state constitution. It is. <laughs> they have to make everything bigger. Yeah. So, their state fair is the largest. And... Uh, and they're just doing it up right. I mean, it just looks fantastic. They have scaffolding <laughs> that they've attached everything to. It looks awful, um, you guys. So you, you're you act- showing me pictures, and it just looks... It's just so scaffolding with, like, you, yeah. plywood across it, and you and can look Actually, up. you may not actually get closer. I think I remember reading something in the article that it was talking about the, the space. They really they were really stoked about the space because it would actually allow sort of for the 40-foot-high... Oh, great. Ceiling experience. So you get the same awful craned neck experience that you have at the Sistine Chapel oh, without actually seeing the real thing. That's fantastic. So you might as well let it, let people get up close, folks. Right. Let it reach out and well, touch those damn things. Yeah, exactly. Although I do like the idea. I hope that they like burn some incense and maybe play some uh, some Gregorian chant in the background. There's I, nothing so exciting in the Sistine Chapel. Re- there's got to be incense. Oh, maybe not because they want to preserve not, this, the, the, yeah. the stuff. You don't want smoke. Yeah, no. It's really, it's really, it's boring and not very church-like. And it's also a really ugly room. You understand why they wanted to cover it in, <laughs> You're like, in uh, and murals and whatnot. Can we get a master to paint the rest of this place? Because it looks stupid. <laughs> Who else we got? We got Raphael around here somewhere. All <laughs> Let's right. give him a couple rooms. Yeah. Throw, give him, throw, shoot him a wall. He'll be fine. Uh, I'm going to go to from, from Texas. I'm going to take us to the magical wonderland that is Canada. Oh. Uh, Canada, it's like uh, unarmed America. Uh, <laughs> up there in the great white north. Oh, where you're allowed to like hurt yourself or get sick huh 
because there's medical there's oh yeah where 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 you don't have to be terrified (laughs) if you know your thumb comes off or something uh anyway uh uh so up there i i was made i've been made aware of a very interesting court case oh that happened and i've been reading about it um so the question uh, at the heart of this is uh, it, uh, it's Wall, the, the court case is Wall versus Judicial Committee of the Highwood Congregation of Jehovah's Witness. So okay. Uh, and here's and at the heart of this is this very strange thing where, okay, so this guy, Wall, got uh, booted uh, from his uh, from his congregation. Uh, and this is something, you know, we've talked about this before, but if you know the, the J dubs, uh-huh. the Jehovah's witnesses, you yeah. know that they love to kick somebody out and shun them. It's like they're, it's like, oh. it's like their favorite. Yeah. Thing. It's a pastime. And, uh, they, I, I think they practice it. Don't they? They have little shunning events. Yeah. Oh, sure. Shun, <laughs> shunning role plays. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. Because you got to be ready. You yeah. know, when the time comes, oh, you got to, you got to, you, you, you don't want to be, be caught off guard. I'm, oh, you just need to you want right to be able to just mode. shun the shit out of those people. <laughs> you want to be able to shun like you've been doing it for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, um, this guy was a, a member of the J-Dubs for 34 years oh, uh, and was expelled for engaging in drunkenness. Oh, they're, yeah, they drink, but they don't. But no drunkenness. Yeah. <laughs> you can take a sip here and there, but yeah. but yo, know, you cross that line, you're in some well, trouble. I'm surely you're allowed to get drunk once. Was he more yeah. like an alcoholic? I don't know. Who I mean, he may getting he, help. Maybe he actually enjoyed getting drunk and did it, you know, thrice <laughs> or something. Anyway, he uh so he yeah, at what point he, does it become a sin? He had to appear before a judicial committee. Uh, of the church, mm. and Uh-oh. they decided show up drunk? to expel <laughs> to expel him. Uh, he admitted to being intoxicated, and they just kicked him right out. And of course, they do oh. shun, and that that and that means that like any of his family members, all of his friends who are still Jehovah's Witnesses, have to cut off ties with him. They don't talk to him. They like probably spit on the ground at his feet if they see him well, i think right angry pointing oh angry point yeah Ang- just, vicious vicious pointing, and everybody just points eye daggers yeah they just eye dagger the shit out of it if him. there's a group of jehovah's witnesses mm-hmm. out on the street and there's somebody who they have to shun and they all just point and just point like just, just the, nothing just but stickulate nothing but know. shade yeah well here's the thing um he lost also a lot of like business from oh. this. Like oh. a lot, he he, you know, uh, his his job uh, was was working with the community, and uh, and suddenly the shunning uh, cost him his a lot of his uh, livelihood. Oh no, because his customers were were members of his congregation, right? Yeah, oh. exactly. So oh, um, so he took it to court. Like, really? He took it to real court, not fake church court. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So he, uh, huh? He he, yeah. Personal losses and economic losses and devastation to his family. He uh, he was a realtor, 
and so he lost a lot of you know that's it's a very uh community it's a very gotta have a network network oriented yeah. business yeah so he sued and uh it turns out that in, that the uh canadian courts have decided that they do have jurisdiction to tell them fuck off you can't just kick him out you can't just like shun him oh my god now I'm baffled by this. I don't know where to fall on this. But because it affects his livelihood, I get where they're coming from. It's just weird. Wow. So, if nothing else, they just the message is being sent, take this shunning thing a little bit more seriously. Yeah, I guess so. You yeah, can't you just can't. willy-nilly shun someone for right. being a little, you know, having a few too many at the uh at the J-Dub Christmas party. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there, the, this is from a decision. This is a quote from, a, from, from, from the, the courts. Uh, this court has affirmed that there is, as a general co- common law principle, a duty of procedural fairness lying in every public authority, making an administrative decision which is not of a legislative nature and which affects the rights, privileges, or interests of an individual. Yeah. You didn't call me out for my... You didn't pick up... Oh, I wasn't listening to you. My joke. It wasn't a joke, but Wait, I, I what? gave you a line and you didn't go with it. Sorry. Let's try it again. Go. He got drunk at the J-Dub Christmas party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. I don't know. I, I, I just let it go. You let it go, Dan. There you go. All or right. At least well, we'll say they don't have Christmas parties. I I didn't I don't I know they don't celebrate I know that there's no Halloween do they not celebrate I guess they don't celebrate Christmas either right no they don't they don't do any of the holidays they don't do holidays they don't That's do right. holidays and so the whole so, thing is if he's getting drunk at the Jade of Christmas party they really have a reason to kick him out. You that's, did it. That's you did it. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, um, Dan. Mm. Uh, we we enjoy a certain amount of ability uh, in our lives to be able to uh, make fun and poke fingers at uh, things. That, sure, you know. Sure, we shun. Yes, <laughs> on occasion we have shun. Oh, we have shun. <laughs> oh, we have shun. Um. Well, a uh, young kid on Facebook in Pakistan, eighteen years old. Oh dear. Uh, Christian. Oh liked and then shared a disparaging photograph of the Kaaba oh, in Mecca. This is the big black box. The big black box in Mecca the, the, that everybody has to walk around a few times. And so he saw a funny thing on Facebook, liked it, shared it. Oh dear. And then some douchebag quote-unquote friend of his who was Muslim Turned them in. They didn't just say they reported didn't reported like, them. They didn't like write a snarky comment yeah. or like I'm I'm really hurt by this. Whatever your name is, uh-huh. Sam. No, they so they reported him to the authorities. Which, if that happened here, of course they'd be laughed at. But if that <laughs> happens in Pakistan, what in happens? Pakistan, uh, you get charged with blasphemy, and the my favorite of all the charges. 
uh, hurting religious sentiments. Uh, yes, yes. You got to love all the countries that have the don't hurt somebody's religious feelings. Oh, my God. They're just the most sensitive of the feelings. It is. It's just, it's the feelingest of all the feelings. <laughs> you, so you hurt my. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where this thing goes, Dan. You know, but... we have a lot of dumb teenagers here in the United States. You know what? I bet there are dumb teenagers just about everywhere. Right. But I think our dumb teenagers need to realize what a privilege it is to oh, be a dumb teenager in the United States. That they're allowed to be dumb teenagers yeah. for the most part. We just let you be dumb here. We just let you be <laughs> stupid. For the most part, we'll, you'll get off pretty scot-free. I yeah. mean, if you're a dumb like black teenager things could be a little different for you these days yeah that's that's a you gotta be a little more careful you're not really allowed to be dumb if you're black but white dumb teenagers can pretty much get away with anything especially if they live in you know the right part of town right yeah exactly so but yeah you can't be dumb in pakistan no, you gotta have your wits about them <laughs> you really at all do. times because there's a there's some sort of you know uber sensitive Muslim, right? Who's gonna have their little feelings hurt? Oh man, yeah. It just pisses me off. Like it really makes me angry. Like where do these people get off? Their feelings can't be hurt, right? Exactly. That's and a law. Also, and also, how do you blaspheme something that's not your deal? It's you can't be well, charged with blasphemy, right. but if you don't believe in the thing, that deal and that thing are the default deals and things yep. in Pakistan. Yep. So. You know, if you're a religious minority, it doesn't matter if it's not your thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know. So. And then, I mean, then it, there was also, like, desecration it, of a religious space or something like that. <laughs> and it was like, no, no. The photo itself is not the religious place. Right. Yeah. It's a photo. If 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 I use the the uh, spray paint tool in, in MS Paint yeah. and draw on the picture... You know, of the Kaaba, of the, the Kaaba. Kaaba remains strangely spray paint free. Right, exactly. It yeah. somehow doesn't transfer <laughs> to the actual thing in Saudi Arabia. Weird, huh? Yeah, yeah. Ma- ooh, ooh, that's what somebody should do. They should, uh, uh, <laughs> while do- doing their little circles, or you know, they get mm-hmm. over there in the crowd with their little circle. They infiltrate. Yeah, and then they spray paint. Yeah, that'll go over. <laughs> They'll get away with it for sure. Yeah. It's a good idea, though. If someone did that during the actual Hodge... Oh, Jesus Christ. 4,000 people would die. <laughs> just in the just clamor. Just the one person. Just in the clamor. Just, I mean, somebody would be like, holy shit, a thing happened, and everybody stampede. would die. Human stampede. <laughs> Every human being there would die. What is the human stampede <clears throat> called? It has a name, doesn't it? Uh, human stampede, I think. It has a real name. I yeah, don't I don't know. Oh, right. anyway. Okay, uh, update time. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, we talked, was it last week? Two weeks ago, we talked about the uh, the douchebag pastor, Stephen Anderson, <gasps> who was... Dreamy Stephen Anderson. <laughs> You're not looking at the shirt that he's wearing. Let's see it, let's see it. Oh, God, it's... Really, Stephen Anderson? That dingy, <laughs> white, blousey... Like, from a <sighs> shitty, like, Kmart shirt with French cuffs? Really? Yes. <laughs> don't. Don't even. Anyway, <clears throat> Steven Anderson, we talked about him having been 
barred from mm. entering South Africa. Yeah. Uh, where he was going to go and make sure that they hated the gays as much as he did. Mm -hmm. uh, and he said, well, fine. I don't care. I'm going to go to Botswana and do it there because they hate gays for sure. Right. What did Botswana do? Turned him back. Shut up. <laughs> yep. He no, got that's there. too good to be true. He got there, and even Botswana was like, fuck off, dude, well, and sent say, him packing. You say even Botswana like Botswana... No, Botswana has uh, is uh, known for not necessarily being great on the homosexuals. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, so and yeah, they said no. They said no. Why? Uh, they said he he would be stirring up hate speech, and he they they don't need, they don't need any more hate. <laughs> Apparently, they're full. <laughs> they're full up on hate uh, in Botswana. Oh yeah, they have a little bumper crop. Yeah. 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 So there you go. He made it to Botswana, but was held by immigration officials. Oh, poor guy. And uh, and then uh, was uh, sent a packing. Man without a country. He's just like roaming, you know. No, he has a country and it's ours. That's what's <laughs> awful about it. He has a country and it's the same one that we have to share with him. No. With his beautiful yeah. face. Yeah. He says, by the way, here's his very mature statement on the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's no skin off my back. I wasn't really that excited about visiting their so-called beautiful country, which is the <laughs> rape capital of the world. What? It's one of the most dangerous, wicked places in the entire world. I was actually going there for their sake. I was trying to bring the gospel to the lost. He's a dick. And those grapes were probably sour anyway. <laughs> oh, that was a fun sound. You're making noises over there. Yeah. All right. Okay, Dan. Yeah. Japan. I I've heard of it. Land of technological innovation. Yes. And the rising sun. And the rising sun. New thing, Dan. Yeah. This is it. This is the next big thing. Yeah. Priest delivery. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's a company uh -huh. uh, in Japan that now has basically an online ordering system to have a priest come and officiate oh. at your home. Oh, okay. Like a wedding or, or a... Obosanden. Sure. I think that means bar mitzvah, doesn't it? In <laughs> no. Japanese? No. Uh, you can get onto Amazon, a partner of Obasanbin. Okay. And uh, order a priest visit. <laughs> Great. And then the priest will come around. And, you know, maybe they'll do like, there are different packages, all oh. set prices. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and then the priest comes around and does the thing that they're supposed to do. Like, maybe it's a one-year... Uh, death anniversary thing. I guess that's a big thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so they can come and they'll, you know, they'll oh. pray with you. And, the, and it's the worst to try and like make a phone call about it or God forbid have to show up at the temple yourself. Now here's the thing. <laughs> the temples don't have set prices. Oh! And it causes a lot of anxiety. I Nobody see. knows what they're really supposed to pay for these services. Oh! And so they may 
kind of sliding scale it on you right, right right or or you're just embarrassed because if you pay the wrong amount it's right. shame they, on your family exactly yeah so you have to so they shame you into like this this it's a little secretive system oh. where you're supposed to just give lots of money. Oh, there are some mad priests <laughs> right now. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> and so Olasan then comes along and uh, they have low prices. Yeah. They're, they're fixed prices. Yeah. So everything's transparent. You know what you're getting. You know what you're paying for. And uh, and then they show up. They do their thing. And there's no anxiety about the priest visit. That's that. I mean, especially in a place where I, my sense of Japan, I've never been to Japan. I've seen documentaries about Japan and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sense of the place is that like protocol and etiquette is oh. so important oh, yeah. that if you fuck anything up, like God, somebody has to commit suicide and like the whole thing, <laughs> everything goes haywire. Yeah. So this. So, yeah, I can see the need to like streamline and oh, yeah. and make things clear use technology to help the whole thing out and now the priest visit is uh is easy great and they're able to focus on what's important <laughs> now this is a country where 70 percent of the people you know profess to be nuns what oh nuns like i'm thinking the sorry I'm on, the, I'm on the priest thing and so i'm like I'm like seventy percent of the people are nuns. No, yeah, like, sorry. And oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see where you got that. <laughs> no, the demographic none, like the oh, non-religious, like non-religious atheist, people. agnostic, just the people who don't affiliate. Maybe they're maybe they're maybe they do have some kind of but belief system, but they don't sure. affiliate. Right, right. And so this is seventy percent of the people don't have a temple. Right, they don't have a place that they go, but they still culturally participate. And in so, these there's yeah, these things are important. They're sort of the touchstones of their culture. Right, right. And Somebody dies, you got to have the ceremony. Yeah, yeah. Even if you really don't super believe it or not, you just honor the your your dead loved one with right. a Shinto ritual of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. And la 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 la. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> so so this for the again, they don't have a relationship with a temple. Now they can just get on Amazon. <laughs> love it i'm gonna order pay, one pay thirty-five thousand yen yen which is about 30 uh, 340 dollars okay and uh they can have a priest come around and do a little prayer thingy <clears throat> do they deliver internationally can i have one come come here um i don't know how many, how many yen does it cost for a salt lake visit <laughs> i want you over here probably a lot damn oh probably probably a lot all right well speaking of nuns and your kind of nuns, N O N E S. Oh, okay. Uh, of which, uh, of which group you and I are members? Yes. Uh, there's a new a, a new study has has, has been published uh, ah. about religiosity in the United and these United States of America. Really? Okay. Um, you'll not be surprised to learn that the uh, that the percentage of the American populace that are nuns uh -huh. is increasing. Yeah, is growing. Uh -huh. We all know that. Here's a, the the big takeaway from this one, however, and this is this is sort of the the, the headline grabber for this one, is that uh, they don't want to go back to religion. Oh, really? Everybody was assuming, or at least the religious folks. I think we all know this, but the religious folks all had this sort of assumption that uh, unaffiliated people are leaving religion because, you know, they were offended by something or, like, 
their gay brother, you know, they're offended by their church's policy toward homosexuality or their... Or I would also think that some people would say, you know, that I, people who are between churches are being unfairly categorized. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, well, like this is somebody, they've just moved to a new area, they haven't found their, their church yet, you know, because right. that's a thing. Right. Right. Or, you know... Some, Mormons don't experience that people would always ask us oh have you found a church right yeah and we're like well yeah we, we, we always have a church we have my one. mom would actually get a little little attitude a little, little testy yeah oh interesting <laughs> but yeah it turns out that this is not uh the, the this is wrong uh the the vast majority of the unaffiliated uh religiously unaffiliated here in the in the u.s uh, have no interest in finding another church. Really? When they leave, they're done. <laughs> uh, I know Thank I am. God. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wow, that's that's fantastic. So, so they, now nuns estimate like these numbers at all? Nuns make up twenty five percent of the American population now. What? We are now the largest quote faith group in the United States. Dun, dun, dun. We're oh, wow. bigger than okay. Catholics. We're bigger than evangelicals. Uh, we're bigger than Jesus. Mm. Bigger than the yeah. I mean, if you if you lump Christians together, they still are like massive, right? But if you if you chop them into Break pieces them down by denomination, then uh, then we win. Not that that works either, because you have to kind of break us down, too. Cause By whatever we are. Right. Yeah. There's those that call themselves... I mean, those that call themselves agnostics and atheists is a small is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a smaller chunk. Right. Of, of so the a lot overall. of these people are just... They're spiritual, but not religious. Right. They're, they're afraid of the words. <laughs> Most of them are probably a, a, atheists. If they actually sort of self-examined. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they're afraid of the words. The yeah. words are scary. Yeah. But it turns out but it turns out that the reason that they are giving for uh leaving their church is that they stopped believing. No way. It's not anything it's just they stopped believing. Well that okay. I think that's a big deal. Stop believing in what? Because there's degree, there's thing, different things one can believe in. I don't know. Somebody needs to call Journey because they apparently their song is not working anymore. <laughs> don't stop believing. It's, it's not getting the airplay that it used it, to get. It's not. It's not. You and know. it's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> uh, sorry. Did you have a question? What was your question? No, my hand oh. was not raised. For, okay. I will for say, so I just want to, I'm going to point this out. Uh, obviously, as is always the case. Uh, the the group that's most religiously unaffiliated is the largest one, which is or or, or is the youngest one. The largest group is the youngest one, which is right, eighteen right. to twenty nine. Right. Uh, is there a sense that this will continue continue forward as a wave of yeah. unbelief? There is that sense. Really? Uh, I mean, so here's here's the trend. So, I'm, I'll talk about the different uh, the different. Um, uh, age categories as we oh, go, okay. but but let's start with the biggest one: eighteen-year-olds to twenty-nine-year-olds. In nineteen eighty-six, ten percent of them called themselves religiously unaffiliated. Uh -huh. Okay. Nineteen ninety-six, ten years later, twenty percent of them Ooh. said they were re religiously unaffiliated. Doubled. Uh, from that to two thousand and six, only twenty-three percent. So it went up by three percent. Not very impressive. From 2006 to 2016, 39% shut up of 18 to 29 year olds what? are now saying that they are religiously unaffiliated. So this this little generation, uh, yeah, 
You and I, in the 30 to 49-year-old category, uh, uh, 29% currently of of us are reporting religious unaffiliation. Crazy. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know anyone who goes to church. (laughs) No. No one. Why? Why would you even do it? (laughs) So there you go. Um, Apparently, it's, uh, it's happening. It's happening, people. Now, here's the bad news. We're, you would think that we would become a voting block. Uh, of those, of those uh, 25% of Americans who are religiously unaffiliated, mm-hmm. they are vastly uh, liberal uh, mm-hmm. in their, in their politi- political views. Mm-hmm. Uh, not voting. A lot of them not voting. Well, that needs to change. That needs to change. So... I'm putting it out there, you guys, all of you Americans that are listening to this, the rest of you should vote, too, in whatever your respective country is. Yeah. But uh, especially this year, like, there's you, we can't have President Trump. We just can't. So It's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. Mark my word. Don't say that, A, <laughs> because that's, that's, you're casting some terrible voodoo spell right now. But It's so horrible. But Nate, Nate, Sil- Nate Silver still still saying it's not it's not going to happen. Anyway, well, but we need to get out and vote. Yeah, but even I mean, if you want to vote for Trump, at least vote. Like we as non-believers need to vote. Let's look at the trend line, Dan. Uh, it just jolted in the other direction. Did it? Yep. No. Yep. Well, Don't worry. So anyway, I still think he's going to pull it out. He did you see that horrifying, horrifying uh, the, the front line, the front line that's coming out. Where it's like the whole premise of the entire... This is fucking frontline, people. Yeah. The whole premise of the episode is that Donald Trump is getting back at Barack Obama for the horrifying treatment that he received at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. What? Remember when Barack Obama gets up and just rakes him over the coals for like five minutes? Yeah. The jokes just don't stop? And it was brilliant. And it was amazing, right? <laughs> uh, like, they have all these interviews with, like, people who are close to the Donald, and they're like, yeah, that was basically the moment when he was like, fuck you, I'm running for president. <laughs> because you are going to give me, you are going to hand over the keys to the White House to me. <laughs> and this one woman, yeah, this is, fuck, it's frontline. And she's like, she's like, yeah, anybody who's like questioned him, doubted him, they're gonna have to bow down oh. to the most powerful man in the universe. Oh my! And God. it's like, what is, what is going on? Like, if, if this is just for revenge, who has run for president and like had a chance? And it was just all for a, revenge. It was just a personal little vendetta. And it wasn't. It's not even revenge. It's just like a make fun of me. I'll show you. I'll show you. You can't do that to me. Do you know who I am? <laughs> oh my god! So that that that's coming up, folks. I am I'm setting the DVR like right now. It's like, not. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, uh, if you have anything you'd like to say about this or any of the stories that we've heard uh, so far, please feel free to write into us. You can do so at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 
888-448-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and click the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Yeah, we'll let you in, and then you can uh, have uh, lots of fun interactions, and, uh, and there are rules. <laughs> so obey them. Okay, Dan. Yeah, we have a, we got? a little clippy clip, little Baker action, little uh, yeah, little uh, Craze Balls McGee. Uh, <laughs> I liked his his little uh, his little baseball cap that he's wearing <laughs> today. A little uh, kind of a cornflower blue with a with a with, with a, a cross with a cross on it. He he's he's a fan of of the cornflower Christians. That's his team. Is it? Oh, okay. Uh, well, here he is. He's talking about some things that God has told him. Oh, good. Yeah. I said, God, what's going on? I said, it looks like Trump's not going to make it the way it's going. Do you want to know what God said to me? He said, you know, the polls could be wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Well... <laughs> I totally have to. I, I I agree with God on that. Yeah, the polls could be wrong. Oh well, look at Brexit. That's all I have to right. say. So, look at Brexit. That that totally rocked rocked right. the European world. I said, "What do you mean, God? The the polls could be wrong." He said, "The people are in fear in this country." The church is in fear. And he said, they're afraid to even say that they're voting for Trump. They don't want to tell anybody. They're afraid. Now, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is what happened this week, a few days, a few hours ago. Donald Trump fans are afraid to say they're on his side because they are in fear of the hate mongers. They're afraid for their lives. They're so dramatic. I know. Did you hear how slowly he said that last (laughs) sentence? It means it's true. It makes it feel so important. They're afraid for their lives (laughs) if they admit to being... Trump fans. Okay. And the only he's never met somebody who supports Donald Trump. <laughs> he's never seen people have you seen have, video of those rallies? These people have no problem running their flap traps. And they are not afraid. They are uh No. They uh, first of all, they're likely armed. <laughs> so they're <laughs> they're not afraid. They have guns. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it just it boggles the mind. But <sighs> When you're the persecuted Christian minority in this country. Oh, it is so hard to be a Christian. <laughs> what with 25% of us religiously unaffiliated people? Oh, we're coming for you. Persecuting the shit out of them. <laughs> Let me just say this. There's a difference between persecution and uh, poking fun. Yeah. There's yeah. a big difference. Or 
per, there's a difference between persecution and disagreeing, mm. which, which, uh, you know, it's it's the quote. I don't know who said it, but l- losing your privilege feels an awful lot like persecution when yeah. you're in privilege. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like all the, all people are doing is is standing up for their rights, hoping to have a discussion about the relationships <laughs> between you know. Like believers and non-believers, so right. that we can actually live in this country together. Right? Yeah. You know, like that's ridiculous. Yeah. By the way, I want to say something about what something that I said earlier. I I just want to quickly talk about the whole Trump thing because when I said that we need to keep Trump out, I was not making a statement about we need to be liberal or we need to or we need to uh, be democratic. Right. <clears throat> I genuinely believe. <laughs> That regardless of political affiliation, we as a country need to band together and keep Trump from power. He's terrifying. I don't, if I, literally, if I were a conservative, I believe I would feel the same way. I don't hope so. Many of my conservative friends, they don't like it. They don't want to vote for Hillary. They have no desire. I have friends who literally seethe at the thought of Hillary Clinton. Right. But we'll vote for her mm-hmm. because they realize that we cannot have a Trump presidency. Right. It would be a disaster, not only for our country, but for countries around the world. Yeah. So protect the world. Vote for Hillary. Suck it up. It doesn't matter. I, I'm sick. I'm so done with the whole with all of the millennials who think that they are righteous by not voting for Hillary because <laughs> she doesn't agree with them on all of their issues. Right. She's not as strongly liberal as they are and well you know what? far more progressive than yeah. than people would think. Than people give her credit for. Yeah. Here's the other thing, you elect who you're negotiating with. You don't yeah. elect who the person who believes everything that you believe. Right. And frankly, it's not cute anymore to me. Right. All these millennials think that they're so fucking cute with their like their big moral ideas and whatever. No, you got to get some pragmatism. It's time. It's not cute anymore. You <laughs> grow bastards. up. Grow the fuck up. There's <gasps> going to be a lesson that you'll learn in about 10 to 15 years. Yeah, exactly. And the world doesn't resolve, revolve around you. Right. And eventually you'll also learn that like progress happens in increments. It doesn't happen in jolts and it happens in little fits and starts. Mm. So you're just going to have to suck it up and go for the fits and starts. Anyway, the other, yeah, but the point isn't, uh, you should be, you should be as liberal as I am. The point is just, uh, you cannot vote for Trump. I don't care who you are. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, uh, I want to hear from the one listener though. No, we got lots of listeners. We, we got a whole contingency yeah. in the members only lounge who 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 are, are Trump supporters. Well, we got a few Trump supporters, but mo- I'm fine if you're c- conservative. Like that's not the question. Yeah, that's here. not the issue. That's not the issue. Anyway, uh, let's let's go on to uh, to some emails that, that we got, uh, and boy, we'll have some for next week too. Now that I've said all of that, I yeah, feel. yeah, so that's great. Good. I want to hear it. Yeah, me too. I want to hear it, and so say it. Yeah. Uh, call it in, yeah. actually. Yeah, actually. Four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yeah, call the uh, yeah call call it in. Let's 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 hear your voice saying it. It's been a little bit of a dry spell. That's I true. Don't want to like guilt anybody into no. calling in? But we haven't. But had, if, you know, if we, you've ever thought about it, that it might be fun. Give it a try. Yeah, give us a call. 
we've got some emails, though, in the meantime. Uh, hi, Frank and Dan. This is from Sandro. Uh, mm-hmm. My warm greetings to you from the equally warm and beautiful and batshit crazy Georgia. That's the country, not the state. Wow. Okay. A glorious place that took, one, that took one for the world and hosted the World Congress of Families. Ugh. <laughs> That's, thank you for that. We, yeah. we definitely didn't need any more of that shit here. Um, the last episode where you guys talked about uh, an atheist bubble made me want to share my perspective with you. I come from a country where people talk a lot about history, traditions, and our ancestors. They proudly bark to each other about how big of a history Christianity has uh, in our culture and how it helped Jordans, Georgians to survive to this day, hmm. uh, which is not far from reality, and I have respect for that view. But because of all this, and on top of that, uh, but because of all this, and on top of that, the socialist, or sorry, the Soviet repression of the Georgian Orthodox Church, uh, that the Georgian Orthodox Church got in the 20th century, they get government funding to the tune of $25 million a year. Whoa. Uh, public donations, tax-free businesses, state gifts, uh, lands, buildings, cars. Whoa. And, free, and a free pass for being assholes. Uh, the, wow. the example that he gives is, uh, you, don't have, you don't have a moral right to, you don't have a moral right to judge the clergy. They will be judged by God. Oh, dear God. Uh, and they fight hard, hard against any liberal view. Mm. My society is crazy about religion and its patriarch. Uh, according to the recent census, only 0.5% of the population stated that they weren't affiliated with any religion. Ooh. Yikes. Uh, there's, uh, there are no respected social representatives for non-religious persons, and no public speaker will come out as an atheist. Wow. And yet, says Sandro, I still feel I live in an atheist bubble. <laughs> Almost none of my friends practice religion, and sometimes I feel very isolated from the whole church craze Georgia has, huh. even though there's a church right in uh, right in front of my apartment. Huh. Anyway, stay awesome. Wow. Georgia. Yeah. I don't know it's... anything about Georgia other than, like, yeah, it, like, the USSR was not, I mean, there have been some, they got beat up a little bit by the Soviet mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... That atheist bubble thing. I think that's easy to put yourself in a bubble over a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, people put themselves in socioeconomic bubbles. They put themselves in belief bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's plenty of, you know, gay bubbles. Jesus that's- Christ. <laughs> fate, I knew wor- get- fate worse than death. I think I knew that guy. Gay Bubbles. <laughs> I think I met him. The clown. <laughs> gay- Hi, I'm Gay Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of bubbles. Yeah. You can, you know, your uh, your gated community could be considered a bubble. It, absolutely. That's a bubble. You know, the little echo chamber about, you know, when the flowers get planted and what color you can't paint your house sure sure i mean and when the internet boy that creates bubbles it really does yeah news media information bubbles yeah yeah Yeah. i mean and and when you know when you've got algorithms delivering you only the the news items that that the internet thinks you want to read yeah welcome elicit the appropriate mood it's you're you're being bubble-fied without your consent I know, but you're being bubbled. It's lovely. <laughs> it's a lovely bubble. 
Well, that's the thing about bubbles. They feel more comfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're in a bubble, you're not you're not being challenged. Right. It's nice to be in a bubble. That's yeah. why that I mean half of religion is just Jesus, I need a bubble. Yeah. Give me a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Bubbles are not good for you people. <laughs> Take your medicine and get out your bubble. Unless you're like one of those people who has an autoimmune disease. In the you, need, you have you, to live in the bubble, literally to, a bubble. Then it's good for you. That's a, if, yeah. if you're like, well, it's protective. If you're like the boy in the bubble, then you yeah. need it. <laughs> but the rest of us, we don't. Bubbles are not good for you. No. Uh, let's see. Kurt wrote into us from British Columbia. We International emails wow. today. Uh, I, I says, hey team, great job on the show. <laughs> Just thought I'd let you know about another ARC park in the works. No. Yes. This one, however, is guaranteed to be much, much worse than the Kentucky rendition. What? Thanks in large part to its budget and location. Uh, the park is expected to cost $1.2 million. That's Canadian dollars, so like, you know, 15 to 20 bucks American, somewhere <laughs> in that range. That's a joke. I'm making fun of the depressed value of the American dollar. That's a or of the Canadian dollar, rather. Oh. It's a, it's, I didn't know that that happened. It's just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, for a while there, they were at parity yeah. or, or above. Oh, they were feeling good. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. gone back down. Oh. Which is good for when I visit my mom. Yeah. It's great for me. Right. So <laughs> Not so great for when she visits here. No. Yeah. Um, she, he's, so, uh, so Kurt says the park will cost uh, 1.2 million Canadian dollars and will be built beside a cemetery... In Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Oh, dear God. <laughs> in case you've forgotten, he says. Or ever knew. Moose Jaw is just a prairie town of 33,000 people. Located in a province whose entire population is just over 1 million people. Hmm. Uh, I.e., it's not big and it's in the middle of nowhere. Although the province in itself, uh, geographically, is quite large. Mm-hmm. Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Not too many folks there. I huh. I want to go to that one. Yeah, I, I I hope Kurt keeps us uh, abreast keep of of the situation there because I want to go. I I have I I have no interest in visiting Saskatchewan really, other than because I've seen to... lots of prairie in yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but a you get to say you've been to Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Yeah, which is like that. You know who's got that on their little. Thing. I mean, you see lots of prairie, but this is like wider, more open. It's opener and prairie, less populated prairie. <laughs> it's more pristine prairie. Mm. And who doesn't want pristine, pristine prairie? prairie? Yeah, yeah, beautiful, hmm. beautiful. Anyway, there you go. Uh, dear Frank and Dan, this is from Matt. Uh, uh, I'm a 23 year old. I'm a 23 year old college grad with okay. a criminal justice degree, living oh. in Texas. Originally, when I graduated high school, I was a religious conservative and always wanted to become a police officer. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until the past few years I started to lose my faith, identify as an atheist, and now have much more liberal political views. Mm -hmm. With all of the excessive use of force and radical injustice going on with the criminal justice system, I am finding it hard to find a career and move on to the next part of my life with good conscience hmm. while still making a difference in the world with a degree I have earned. Hmm. Uh, I was wondering what advice y'all have, uh, along with uh, new and better places to live besides Texas. 
love the show. You're amazing and means so much to me and my deconversion. So, first okay. of all, Matt, you mm-hmm. definitely wrote into the right people because yes. we're a thousand percent qualified for this. <laughs> uh, but before we move on with where I think you might be going, okay, which is the places that one might want to move. Okay, right? sure, sure. Uh, or, or I've or, done or, I've or, done extensive research or do with one's life or whatever. Right. Here's what I would say, Matt. We need people like you in the police forces. We desperately do. It won't be comfortable. No. For you. No, you may hate it. <laughs> but but take one for you. the team, damn it. We need you. America needs you. Yeah, be the good guy. Yeah. Does, right? Yeah. Am I crazy here? No, that's exactly my impulse. I'm like, yeah, get in there. Yeah. Get you know, be the like, guy that, that like you got you, you you clearly had a desire to do like some takedowns, right? <laughs> and to handcuff some people. Uh why not still get to do that, but to be the atheist guy and but, the good guy? Yeah, but now, but I mean, I get the be, sense have that... A, be a voice within a department for something that's a little different. But I get the sense that, like, the takedowns and the cuffing is, like, less what, what he's into now. <laughs> he's kind of gone a little hippie. Yeah. Well, there are plenty of but police departments that, guy. that do community policing. Be that guy. And I mean, I think that, that that's exactly who we need in our yes. criminal justice system. It might be horrid. It might be an... Awful oh. life. Oh, they'll treat you badly, but be strong. <laughs> be strong. Be powerful. They're going, they will murder you. They're going to find a way to kill you. Um, but do it anyway. Yeah. Do it anyway. It's the we, way, way to go. You'll be a martyr. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll, we will an hail you. Martyr. We will hail you as a martyr. Dying, dying for the cause. In terms of better places to live than Texas, uh, I would, there's, there's, I, I've got a few places. Um, Anywhere would be a great place to live other than Texas. Texas is a fine place. Five large cities, Dan. Parts of Texas are great. Fine places. Austin seems to be lovely. San Antonio. Uh, And I'm going to guess that Austin has some great uh, opportunities for someone with a criminal justice degree. That's just my guess. Yeah. But I'm going to guess, you know, it's the state capital. So there you go. There's policing that must be done. Otherwise, uh, go north, young man. Well, here's the deal. Not to not to Oklahoma. No, no, no. <laughs> don't go or direct, to Kansas. Don't go directly north. Or Nebraska. Right. Go go northwest or northeast. Yeah. In those directions. Yeah. There's stuff there. But I w- I, w- I would say that the the real key here, like you're probably you're, long term, you'll probably just be happier in one of the le- lesser religious places. So just stay out of the south. Yeah. In the Midwest. Although, I mean, if we're going to say he has to stay in criminal justice to change it from within, maybe he has to stay in the South, too. You got to give yourself something, Dan. <laughs> you got to get, yeah, something's got to give. Yeah. You can't, you can't do all the things. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. We were entirely unhelpful to you, Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, we got some folks to thank. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, why don't you why why don't I start? I'm gonna start, start because we man. had a couple people uh, who are who are new Patreon subscribers or not Patreon, sorry, PayPal subscribers. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, which is a thing you can still do. Um, so Jennifer, thank you very much, and Cody are uh, are are giving now on a monthly uh, scale. Fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, also, uh, we have Jeff. Uh, oh, th- these are all new patrons on Patreon. On Patreon, yes. Uh, and uh, so, you know, because they're doing that, 
they get access to a commercial free version of the show and cool. our uh, our audio diaries Frank and, and the, Frank and well, Dan if you if you're oh if you're at, at level three if you're you have to be level, at level three that's right uh, so uh, Jeff Doug Eliza Claire Angela and Joseph are all new patrons on Patreon. It's amazing, guys. Thank you so much. Amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, you're just helping us uh, get a lot closer to that goal of $300. Right now, we're just about at 260 Per episode. Per right. episode. Uh, and and once we get it, once we hit that goal, boom! More content! It'll, it'll, good things. Really video. cool things. We're a really video cool. version of the show. And Who doesn't want a video version of the show? It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. You get to see us, and 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 I not have to actually like, and it'll actually like, help us get to more people. It'll help us get uh, 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 to a wider audience, and well, that's and that's so helpful. And it will help us, you know, work on our, our grooming standards, <laughs> which right now <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say a little lackluster. <laughs> uh, it's 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 getting bad you know like we'll, I'll I'll you know wash my face and brush my. My hair. We we may we we may still stink, but you won't know. It's not smellovision. You will never know yeah. how badly we how badly we smell. No, indeed. So Frank. Yes, Dan. Uh, do you do you consider yourself to be spiritual? Are you a are, are you a man of spirit? Uh, well, I'm feeling a very spirited rocking. Oh in yeah, this new chair. Yeah, you're you you've got a rock happening. <laughs> I mean, my audio's probably coming in and going out. Yeah, you probably shouldn't coming do in and going out. Yeah, you should only rock if you're not talking. Yeah, okay, you so. can rock or you can talk. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. I read, I, I came upon, I happened upon uh-huh. a fascinating little uh, story from the uh, local CBS affiliate. Uh, mm, Channel 2? Channel 2. Okay. KUTV News. <clears throat> uh, about a, uh, it starts off uh, with a lady who's giving uh, uh, an energy adjustment through Reiki. Ooh, Reiki. That's yeah. that's the good one. That's uh, that's like the gold <laughs> standard of energy adjustment. Of of bullshit. Yeah. It yeah. is the highest form of bullshit <laughs> that you can get in terms of energy adjusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fantastic. I uh where where hands are either waved or the body mm-hmm. or placed onto the body, but not in any sort of massagey sort of way. Mm. Just Touching. Touch. Yeah. The therapy of touch. Is, I don't know. There might be something to that, Dan. <laughs> well, touching is nice. Touch. And, it, you know, it, you get your oxytocin or whatever. Do they warm their hands first? And Mr. Miyagi style? Sort of warm, slowly, slowly warm you up. And then they... they over... A, get that going and then, they, yeah. And then they put it on you and you're like, oh, oh. Those are warm hands. That's warm. Oh, and, and a little clammy. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this particular version of Reiki was interesting because she started the session by praying. Oh, okay. It's Mormon Mormon Reiki. Oh, she, oh. she started by say by by praying to to 
Heavenly Father. Well, Heavenly Father doesn't hear those prayers. That he'll be there, present and helpful in the healing of of this person. I can guarantee you. Well, I got news for you. (laughs) This woman is not alone. There are conventions, entire conventions, attended by thousands uh, to to get you uh, in touch with your Christ-centered energy healing. No. Yep. Uh, no, that's weird. And the majority of the ones that these guys were reporting on are LDS. What? The majority are Mormons. No, 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 no. This so, is, this is, these not, people. It's not. It's not confined to Mormonism, right? Uh, but and and they 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 make sure to keep it very open, right? But um, yeah, that's uh. That's wow. definitely a thing. Um, so this woman, oh, what's her name? I'm trying to find her name. Anyway, there's this woman who who has been um, who has organized this. Huh. Uh, let's see. That's so that's so weird because I mean we're talking about like really woo woo stuff. I mean, oh, like, it's it's as woo well, as you can go. I had, uh, so I was. Uh, in, uh, at, at my grandmother's 90th uh-huh. this last weekend. Right? Sure. And uh, my one of my cousins, is, who uh, is conservative mm-hmm. and religious, yeah, uh, of of sorts. She may not be religious, but she's a she's clearly a believer in something. Yeah. Right? Is uh, she a believer? She might be. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't get to the. You to didn't that, get. You really. didn't get to pop music. <laughs> Okay. Uh but she kept going on about uh like woo-y type stuff. Yeah. You know, and I was like like what? What this you... doesn't make any sense. You what know are this, you right? doing? Like you're 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 not that person. But what's interesting is is like all this like sensey, scenty uh oh. aromatherapy, oh, yeah. woo-woo like uh uh, what were some of the stuff that she was talking about? I was just like, sweetheart, like... Did she use the word toxins on a regular interval? You know, she didn't <laughs> specifically mention toxins, but that was not far from the conversation. And and so, like, it, 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 I was sitting there and just kind of marveling at the thought of, like, the people who historically, like 15 years ago, yeah, maybe even as recently as 5 or 10 years ago... It, all of that woo-woo shit was so, like, not what they were about. That's, oh. That was for the the, the, the the crazy... It was practically devil craft. Well, it, it was it was what liberals in Hollywood and New York and right. whatnot did. Right. It wasn't anything that they would ever participate in. No. It was weird and foreign and no. Yeah. And now they're doing it. It's crazy. But this fucking blows my mind because it's the mormons and they have like this like weird like little sixth sense like crazy thing about like anything anything that's a little spiritual and not mormon anything that's not their shit yeah they get they get a bad feeling yeah about dark feeling and let me tell you something when a mormon gets a bad feeling (laughs) try and talk them out of that shit Tammy Ward is the name of the woman that organizes these uh, conventions. Okay. Uh, and you, by the way, Frank, mm-hmm. you can get uh, personal mentoring on, on energy healing <laughs> from Tammy. Really? Um, the, you know, if you want to go for just the sort of 
the three month package, six personal mentoring appointments, you could. Yeah. But I recommend the platinum package. Ah. That's a full year, 24 personal mentoring sessions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, only run you $25,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> This, oh. These are just like psychics and shit wrapped up in something different. Oh my god, it's so like, kooky. By the way, like, I'm going to show you. A, I'm going to show you a picture of her, and you're going to describe what you see to our audience. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, she's got that bad Utah hair. Yeah. That's like probably super crazy short all the way up the back of her hair. It's and, and then like swooping down to like the spike. Right, right next right. to her face, bleach blonde, and yeah. and what you don't see is that it like it's like a cascade in the back. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, flows out. She's so perfectly like small town Utah, and like painted on eyebrows, super heavy eye makeup. Yeah, Prius had a little work done. Yeah, she's or or heavily air uh, airbrushed. Right, right. Image, and uh, of course, and then she's got that. Like, she's got something that would be a little revealing normally because she bought it at the department store. Her, her top. She, her top. But she has a, a very modest t-shirt on underneath Underneath it, it because that's what they do. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's so weird to see someone so Mormon yeah. going in for this stuff. Uh, so I thought you would respond to that. But here's what really, here's what's funny. So uh, our, our friend Erica is in town. Uh-huh. She's half Japanese. Uh-huh. I was telling her about this, and her hackles raised up. Now, this is not a woman who cares about Reiki. Right. But she was like, you know what? That's our 2,000-year-old bullshit, not your 2,000-year-old bullshit. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, that got me really interested. Like, Americans are so grabby about everybody else's woo. Hmm. And I just started to think about, like, spirituality in terms of, like, who owns what. Well, I mean... And what's okay to take uh, as your own and, like, make it your own. Because you and I have probably dozens of friends who are yoga instructors, Mm -hmm. you know... I mean, I think every third person in America now is a yoga instructor. Well, why can't you learn from other cultures? Yeah. Learn practices that other countries If they're willing to teach enjoy. it. Now, here's, right? a, here's what's interesting about this. Like, you know, this makes me think of, of uh, you know, there was a whole, I don't know if you know the history of uh, Bruce Lee. Mm, no, not, but, not really. Uh, his, uh, you know, he... The the whole kung fu thing mm. was supposed to remain, uh, not it wasn't for outsiders. Oh, really? And then uh, he sort of changed it, developed his own thing, and started to teach it to like Americans. Right. And it was like it's for everybody. And all of the all of his teachers and whatever were like, I call bullshit. You can't teach anybody else. And well, so that's being rather exclusive now. Well, yeah. With something that's just about, you know, kicking and, you know, punching. To you. <laughs> and I assume balance. <laughs> See, but this is the question. Uh, it put me in the mind of, uh, of another thing I'm going to get to. But the question becomes, 
can we take it and then not really understand the context of the thing? Here's the, the deal. The place the deal. that this came from or anything. And Here. just and just scoop up the parts that we like without seeing the rest of it. And you know what? If I, here's the deal. If Japanese people want to take up divining rods and go scouring the countryside for whatever. Uh-huh. Why should I care? Yeah. Which is a typically American attitude. Like, there's this whole American thing of, like, everything belongs to everybody. Like, as soon as long as I can sell it, <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. there's this American thing. But so one of the things that it reminded me of was uh, an I, an I, a concept that I recently uh, found out about, which is the idea. So you've probably heard frank of the uh native american concept of a a, a person a two-spirit person yeah um somebody who's queer queer in some way some sort of some gender fluidity mm-hmm. uh type person a yeah. person uh, you know in in our culture they would probably be transgender right okay <clears throat> sure yeah yeah okay that makes sense but in in native american cultures several of them uh there is this sort of there they created this space for people who were genderqueer in some interesting way okay. and honored them. And like, like they, they sort of hailed them as, 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 as people who had an, an, a unique wisdom about them or, or a unique take on things and sort of hmm. like there, there's, so there's this really sort of how inclusive. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> right. So I think very naturally, a lot of the trans community in the United States started to wanted to take that mantle on themselves mm, i'm no. two spirit right okay okay to which a lot of the native culture has said uh-uh you don't get that term hmm. because we fought to make the space for these people in our culture right okay we worked to do this and you're not taking any of the context of this concept when you take the, that word, right? You just saw something where people like you, or people that you felt connected to, mm-hmm. were treated positively, right? And you're treated negatively, right? And you wanted a piece of it, right? Well, I get I mean, both sides of this story. Like both sides make total sense to me. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because I just, I, you know, it's like because I on all of these fronts, Reiki, if it works. Should be for everybody, mm-hmm. if it works, which yeah, it does not. I don't know. Like I'm having a different reaction to sort of practice of like, you know, like mm. okay, so like the yeah, there's this thing that's beneficial. Why would we not want that to spread? And why would we not want you know, like if you're the member of a culture, you know, oh yeah, let let's share Reiki. Right? That's, right. That's awesome. And everybody should benefit from it. Right. Right. Rather than being like all, no, 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 Reiki's ours, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and so, like, I, yeah, okay. I kind of get Erica's perspective of like, no, that's our bullshit. But, but at the same time, it's like, well, but if it were real, right? And for these right. people, it is real. And let's, yeah. Right. But for like, the sake for me, of argument, observer, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Right. Right. But, 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 but for something more like this concept, of I don't know why I'm having like taking identity. I think that's what it is. It's about mm. identity for me. Yeah. Like taking 
a culture, a cultural identity of some kind and saying, no, that's mine. And trying to, I, I assume they're trying to participate in that concept. Right. In some way. Right. Yeah. That, I don't know. That seems different. I don't know. On some level insensitive, especially the Native American cultures that have this, there's just this tradition in this country of taking, you know, just, just doing sort of lip service to the culture and like, you know, I think about like then, the Boy Scouts, you know, you got the right. Order of the Arrow and all these things that are sort of pseudo Native American just crap, you know, the headdresses that, you know, ex- have existed in the past. I don't know right. if they still do that kind of stuff. With oh, feather no. headdresses. I mean, uh, and you, I remember every year, of course, for Thanksgiving, all the kids making their little feather their their feather uh, headbands yeah. out of construction paper because it's cute yeah and like yeah is there any concept of like or awareness of what that cultural thing you're just putting on your kid means or why yeah. they mean, would do that or i mean that kind of stuff i have a, i guess i have a little bit more of a problem with as far as like you know some pseudo medical practice or um I don't know. I just can't. I just don't even bother to care about that. Well, then there's a part of me that it also doesn't feel like it should be something that is, again, if it works, which yoga as a bending and stretching exercise is fantastic. As an exercise practice, it's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, You layer on all the other stuff, you know, the woo, the woo, and it becomes. A, it becomes a lot less interesting, and then B, yeah, probably as a Westerner, you might be, you know, treading into something that you don't understand or well, fully not appreciate. A, not only that, but like, it's probably a Western construct. It's yeah. because most I mean, it, of the yeah, practitioners, right. most of the practitioners of yoga that I talked to when I was in India were like, yeah, yeah it's just exercise. Right. This has nothing yeah. to do with religion. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And so then it just becomes this weird if people would just acknowledge it as being American, you know, yeah. American development yeah. or Amer- an American add on, then great. But if they are really trying to like, Ooh, we're connecting to this ancient culture because, you know, ancient cultures know so much about modern life. Right. Exactly. Well, and they were so good. Like, I don't know if you know this, Frank, anything that was part of an ancient, uh, like medicine <laughs> practice or whatever, <laughs> They knew what they were doing. They really did. Um, These are lost sciences. Much more than now, where yeah. you know, where it's all chemicals. They all just want to fill you with chemicals. Back then, yeah. they would just use, you know, beets, berries, and, and sticks. <laughs> and those don't have any chemicals in them. No. They're not made of chemicals They're at not all. Ma- there are, yeah, that's, <laughs> no, that's true, Dan. <laughs> oh, I hadn't, you just converted me. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, the appeal to antiquity. By the way, kids, uh, that's, not, that's not a real thing. Just because something's ancient <laughs> means nothing about its eff- efficacy. Right. Um, I will say, though, uh, working out all the kinks in a bending and exercising, or a, a, a bending and balance exercise. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some experience that can get handed down. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know they, they understand how that, that joint bends that, a little. That bit. lasting for uh, for several for millennia means that like when, you know, Carl in India bent the wrong way and broke his back, everybody <laughs> looked at him and went, "Yeah, we're not doing that position anymore." Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 
Well, uh, there you go. I don't know. Yeah, this whole cultural appropriation thing, Dan. I I feel like uh, I feel, to some extent. I'm gonna go with you. Actually, really. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say if it's beneficial to you and your group, fuck you if you don't want to share it with everybody else. <laughs> share with the class, asshole. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Did you bring enough for everyone? Right. Exactly. Oh look, we discovered how to make you happy and well. <laughs> Only it's just for us. Yeah. No, that that's not right. That's not okay. Share. You got to share with the class. Right. Uh, however, the other great lesson is if it's bullshit woo, you can keep it. <laughs> you can just have that. We'll just let you uh, guard that. And, that's yours and now. Feel protective yeah. about it. Keep it. Nope. Sorry. The Mormons got it. <laughs> the Mormons. Mormons ooh, are good at it. What if the Mormons started just snatching up everybody else's like woo practices? That would be great. Well, yeah. I mean, they do. I, what's funny is that you see her doing Reiki, uh, Mormon Reiki, and it's yeah. just like, oh, the only thing that's wrong with that is that you're a woman. Yeah. Because <laughs> men do laying on of hands. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same woo. Yeah. It's, you know, they'll drizzle a little oil on your head and do a laying on of hands and you know yeah. oh you're healed so we did not bring up or mention mormy lakes oh the, god <laughs> okay see so, so, so here's the deal i, I want to link these two things i forgot i forgot about there. that okay like, yeah we were supposed to one of us should have done that the, as the, the worst so, so i was on reddit a few days ago and there was like this huge leak of Mormon documents happening now, right? Yeah. Like post and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, everybody oh, who cares wow. about Mormonism ran to this, oh, to this subreddit. Yeah. And so, like, I went And over. it was, like, hundreds to maybe thousands of pages of... Oh, the, oh of pa- total pages? Yeah, probably. Documents? I mean, yeah. The total number of documents wasn't even that huge or whatever. But, like, so I started looking through and... Uh, There was, like, one that was, like, a purchasing guide for, um, you know, mission presidents' homes. Uh Uh-huh. Like, what, you know, how, you know, where to requisition the beds and for how much and blah, blah, blah. And it was just, I was like, it was fascinating for how thorough and how organized it was. Because, and and I was like, yeah, that's Mormons. Uh, Yeah, they're, they're thorough. Yeah. If nothing else. But the thing is stamped confidential. Right. Right. And then, so yeah, that was a confidential document that was leaked. And there were just, there was just a list of these unbelievably boring uh, documents of no real consequence. What's amazing is that the guy that was leaking all these things, or the girl, or the person that was leaking all of these things, like, leaked them with all of this vitriol. Oh, yeah. I'm get. I'm releasing these so that we can bring these bastards down. And yeah, we're gonna the church ruined my life, and we're gonna take them down. And then he proceeds to release stuff that doesn't surprise anybody, and is all right. like, like yeah. line items on a budget for a temple. One of them was the budget for general conference, which people were initially like trying to like make hay about uh-huh. because it costs a million dollars to do general conference. And then, like, all these other people who have nothing to do with the Mormon church, I assume, right. is how they were talking, uh, come in and they're like, a million dollars to have, like, this huge conference down two days, multiple sessions, hours of vid- video, you have to have people running this, and, like, yeah. you got satellite trucks, you got, 
you know, like, and they're just like yeah, listing off, beaming it all over the world. It's going, and... it's this big technical thing. You have to have security, and like, I'm sure there's catering for all the speakers and there, blah blah yeah, blah. There's hundreds like, of thousands of people there. Yeah, and 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 and, <laughs> and they're like, this actually, they're pulling this off, you know, for a song at a really? bargain. Yeah. yeah. And and like I'm just like my God these people they're they're so fucking boring that the biggest leak of documents that's ever come out of you know the <laughs> church office building and it's just horrifyingly organized and boring yeah it's it's like, what we already knew about Mormons they're it, good at administration oh my God it was the same very detailed document for like submitting a, a like a, a budget. Yeah. You just go through and you type in, you know, what what do you expect the certain and there's like boxes, right? Oh, yeah. Of like is are you requesting less than $50,000? Are you requesting between 50 and $100,000? Right. Is there you and and it was just like so ridiculous. Yeah, the the big thing that we found out I think was uh that they that they have a $2 million budget for a, a social media marketing campaign. Sounds reasonable. Totally. What for a, every core, any, any, any organization that yeah. size is going to have. Yeah. And we know they have gobs of money. So these numbers don't surprise anyone. No. Well, anyway, so the most boring group of people imaginable. Yes. Right. And then you have the populace. You have all the members. Also, and they're also largely boring. Largely boring, but desperately wanting to not be boring. Right. The more they learn about the rest of the world. You know, thanks to this modern era we live in, the more they want it. Yeah. And so they're going to try to layer it in and try to figure it out. Like, yep. these, these poor people, just let so the, them have some fucking Reiki. Just just so that we're clear, uh, the, the LDS church does not uh, condone Reiki, does not, does not endorse Reiki. No. No. <laughs> the LDS this church. woman is rogue, people. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but she wants, she needs something. Yeah. She needs something slightly she, exciting she or does interesting. Need something, and that something needs... is a new hairstylist. <laughs> That's the something she needs. She spent money on that. Oh my god. She like, did. That 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 was not a cheap hairdo. She goes to the best salon in all of Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of Southern Utah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's it, she's a Saint Georgeite for sure. <laughs> Anyway, if you have anything you'd like to say about any of the stuff that we've been talking about, if you want to yell at us that Reiki actually works and we should try it before we talk about it, yeah, then uh, feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or yeah. you can call and leave us a voicemail message. We do, we do like it. We when like you do it, that. guys. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. We'll let you in. It's a closed group. Uh, hey, thankgodimatheist.com has a little button that you can press to become... A donor, yeah, and uh, and support us in our in our mission to make life better for atheists worldwide. Yes, uh, so you can go to thankautomatheist.com, click on the Patreon button, and we would greatly appreciate that. And of course, we thank thank you so much to everyone who has done that. Yes, uh, both very recently and who've been long time foreign and abroad, well. yeah, and domestic yeah. for both foreign and abroad, whatever you are. 
Uh, thanks to Mackenzie for uh, for her fine work on the uh, on the uh, the Facebook page, and thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye. Bye.